I swing my leg over the edge of the windowsill, almost hitting the nightstand before landing on the hardwood floor below my feet. Shh, Violet hisses from behind me. It's barely audible over the pounding of my heart, but my adrenaline allows me to figure it out and soften my steps as I tiptoe away from the window in her older brother's room. Tonight ranks in the top ten of things I'm sure I'll go to hell for. Right up there next to lying, cursing at my mom, and that one time when I was ten and stole a candy bar from the drugstore. I'm not entirely proud of myself at this moment, but it's not as bad as most of the things I do. It's just sneaking in from an all-night party. All teenagers have to try it at least once, right? Normally, we don't need to sneak in or out, but Violet's parents grounded her and nailed her window shut after they caught her climbing out it a few months ago. Funny thing is, she wasn't so much trying to climb out of it as she was trying to sneak in one of her many conquests. That's Violet for you. A devil in the disguise of a 16-year-old girl. Her parents are obsessed with making sure she doesn't get pregnant before she turns 18. Just another mouth to feed, they say. It's not like they're the best role models anyway. Some might even say they have a jacked-up sense of morals. A little help here? Violet asks, her body straddling the window with her black miniskirt riding high up on her hips. I move to grab her hand to help her in, but her brother, Misha, gives her a boost from outside, causing her to go flying forward. I try to grab her, but the drunk aren't the most coordinated, and she lands headfirst on the ground. Damn it, Misha! Are you trying to wake up Mom and Dad? Sorry, Misha says, climbing in after his sister. He swoops in feet first, followed by his torso before turning and shutting the window behind him. Don't breathe just yet. We still need to make it to my room, Violet says, before putting her ear to the door and listening to make sure no one is out in the hallway. I do the same, hearing nothing but the static of the old television that's left on 24 hours a day. Her parents have a tendency to roam the halls at all hours of the night. It's not unusual for strangers to appear on their doorstep in the middle of the night. They knock until Violet's father, whom everyone refers to as Crumb, gets out of bed, cursing the entire time and gives them what they want. A fix is a fix. And an addict doesn't have manners. At least, the ones I've met. Okay, I got you back in. Now hurry and get to bed. Misha pulls his shirt over his head flips his MP3 player on, and flops onto the bed still wearing his shoes and jeans. Shut up, Misha. I'm not spending the entire summer grounded, Violet slurs. But this only makes him laugh. When he catches me staring, I divert my eyes from his smooth chest and pretend to be staring off into space. She throws a random dirty shirt at the bed before sliding to the floor with her back against the door and puts her face in her hands. I bend down beside her to feel her clammy forehead and place a wastebasket in front of her. Please don't puke, I beg, as I pull pieces of her purple-streaked hair away from her face. Violet's had a lot to drink, but not enough to cause alarm. She'll be fine. Did you have fun tonight, Cody? She asks me. So much fun. I press a kiss to her cheek as her eyes close and then stand. I'll give her a few minutes to get her stamina back, and then we'll go back to her room. I'm tired, Misha mumbles. You wanted to go to Driller's party. I snuck you out for a ride. 
Now for the last time, it's almost morning. So get back to Violet's room before my parents wake and figure out you've been out all night. I give him a slightly frazzled look, but decide to egg him on by refusing to leave. Did you have fun tonight, Misha? I ask, repeating his sister's drunken words from a few seconds ago. Just as much as you did, Misha groans. And I saw how much fun you were having making out with that bowtie guy. Bowtie guy has a name, but I can't remember it. I think I may have had a class with him freshman year. It doesn't really matter, though. He was cute, available, and in the right place at the right time. Putting my hands on my hips, I wink. A little jealous, are we? He isn't amused. Instead, the muscles in his face tighten up, and he straightens up as if he's trying to make a very serious point. I don't get jealous, especially not over you.